I'm Bianca Mattison Amos, and this is Once Broken, a podcast dedicated to sharing inspiring life lessons and remarkable stories of healing and redemption. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Once Broken Podcast. I'm Bianca Mattison Amos. I have two guests on today's show, my good friends Tamara and Candace. And we're going to be talking about something that I'm sure a lot of persons can relate to, which is the pressure to achieve certain milestones by a certain age. So we're talking about the pressure to get a degree by 21, to be set in your career by 25, to be married by age 28, to have a baby by age 30, or else something is wrong with you. And it seems that women are the ones that are dealing with this pressure the most. So we're going to be discussing this this topic of overcoming timelines, which I'm sure in one way or another, we can all relate to. Candy, you are unmarried and you don't have any children as yet. What kind of pressure have you faced to achieve these things? You know, I think I've had the bit of a benefit of growing up in sort of the millennial culture where there was, you know, Spice Girls and girl power and and female progress. And so uh, I can't say I've felt that blatant pressure to be married and having kids like, you know, probably my parents' generation would have had. But if there is pressure at all, it's very passive. It's a little passive aggressive. Um, I recall uh, just last year when I had my 30th birthday party, it was a grand celebration. And everyone was sort of just, wow, you know, Candace, you're 30 now. We just really hope that you find the one. This is the year, you know. And I, I kind of saw that repetition of of comments about this is the year you're going to get married. This is the year that you know, this year your relationship status will change. And 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 though at first I took it in in you know with good humor and all that, at the same time it sort of did register that people notice that I'm single. You know, it was sort of like that underlying like, oh wow, I, I I'm starting to really feel that pressure now that I've hit a new decade of my life and that there are new expectations for me at this age. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like being at your your party and hearing people saying those things like of course I knew it was coming from a good place because we know that you desire these things you desire to get married you desire to have children but it just seemed as if like the pressure just went from like zero to a hundred real fast because you hit 30 as if like there are certain things that have to happen by that time or else you're I don't know, you're too old for those things to happen. Uh, what about you, Tamara? Did you feel any sort of pressure to get married? I felt a lot of pressure to get married when I was growing up. Uh, I grew up in Jamaica, and I guess it may have been a cultural thing whereby the older mothers in Zion felt that by the time we got to, say, age 25, you know, by then you should at least know who the one is. If you're not already married, you should at least either be engaged or be with the one and so 30 comes you're not yet married Hmm, you're going down the hill what's going on 35 comes you're still not married oh my god the boat has left you (laughs) (laughs) and so 
Yes, you know, it, it, yes. So that, that's somewhat, I, I would say yes. It was a bit pressuring for me as I got older. Um, thank God, uh, this year I'm celebrating my second wedding anniversary. So I, mm-hmm. I put a lot of those mothers' designs, minds at ease. Why, why do you guys think that these things are considered such great achievements? Well, I, I think there's, a, there are many reasons. I think, I think society as a whole, you know, th- there's still that underlying pressure, not pressure, the underlying sort of idea that the epitome of female expression is, you know, marriage and childbearing. And so uh, it's sort of this one unique thing that is that is inherent, so to speak, of of women. I think it's done in good in good spirits. They want us to achieve this thing because they believe that this is sort of us becoming more complete in our womanhood by achieving these things. Uh, however, at the end of the day, we are not just mothers and childbearers, right? We we have so much more to offer, and so we we battle that str- that internal struggle of what exactly should be the main priority in our lives as women, and we want to fit into our cultural norms. At the same time, we may have other callings that might be pulling against that expectation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For me, I got married when I was nineteen years old. Like I don't even know what I was thinking at that time. I definitely wasn't feeling any sort of external pressure to do it. At least I don't think so. But after getting divorced and dissecting everything that happened, I realized that one of the reasons why I jumped into marriage so early was because I was afraid to end up alone. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't want to be one of those persons who got to 30 because at that time I saw 30 as so old. Thanks. Thanks a lot there. There. <laughs> I just didn't want to be 30 and unmarried because growing up and being around a lot of ladies in the church, a lot of them got married very young, like at 20 and 21. And I just felt like if I went into marriage at this age, then I would have been in good company because there were so many women that I admired who had gotten married at that young age. And so I jumped into this marriage that I certainly wasn't ready for. And it ended in divorce. And I mean, I'm not saying that you get if you get married young, it always turns out badly. But I just was not ready for that. And um, marriage is not the only thing that we we feel pressure to do. We, we've touched on it a little bit that being able to have children is also now like it's 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 a big thing that women are being pressured about, like having children by a certain age. Have any of you ever had to deal with that or are you dealing with that right now? Well, for me, uh, since I got married, I think there's like a general expectation from persons that after two years of being married, spending time together as husband and wife, you should now be looking towards having children. Yeah. So I would say for maybe the first two years, you get a break. (laughs) And then when you reach the two-year mark, everybody's like, hmm, okay, what's happening? Um, It's time. It's baby time. Every time you go out, every time you you're in the social space, they're like, oh, you're putting on weight. I wonder what's going on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening, um, especially when you're married. I, I have the benefit of not yet being married. <laughs> married, And so the, the pressure is right now is to find the one. But I think even from my parents, and I don't think they'll mind if I say this, but even if my, my, from my parents, there is sort of this, geez, would you just hurry up? I have Jamaican parents, so they're very blunt. So they, you know, would you just hurry up and, and, have kids already. I'm waiting for my grandkids, you know, and, and, and it's like, all right, 
things come in order. Let me find the person first kind of thing. And I think it's because they're at that age now where most of their peers are, you know, they're, they, they have grandchildren now. And, and it's like, oh man, like, I really want to have the, the new baby running around the house, you know, calling me grandma and all that stuff. And so they, they have a, they also have a, a dream of what they, what their lives would look like too. And, and we're holding them up, so to speak. What, what I don't really understand are the people who, I mean, they're not family, you're, you're not even that close to them, and they feel so comfortable with asking you questions like these. Like random people at church or at school or wherever that want to know why haven't you had a baby yet, not knowing that there's so many women who are struggling with this. Yeah, it's a bit insensitive. Yeah. And, and it, it's such a sensitive it's such a sensitive topic and not being able to have children. I, I mean, I've never had to deal with this, but I can just imagine that it comes with a lot of trauma and a lot of mental distress trying and trying and nothing is happening. And, and, and these people who are sometimes strangers to you are just adding to your mental distress. When I was growing up, I had this landlady that was never married and had no children. And on several occasions, I heard people just discussing her in the most derogatory way. And back then, I pretty much believed that something was wrong with her as well because she chose not to have children. Do you ladies feel like women have it a bit easier now, like with the rise of the women empowerment movement and the feminist movement that women are facing less pressure or shame in this area of their lives? Uh, I, I would say I think there are two sides to it. And the first side is that even if a woman may delay having children because she may decide to pursue her career or her personal dreams first, I find that it is still something that for the most part, the average woman would want to achieve. So some decide to achieve it early and some decide to achieve it later on in life. And there's nothing wrong with making a conscious decision to not have children. But I think that society still sees it as an, a normal achievement for a female to, to have children because it's something that only women can do, right? And so it is, it is an expectation of society that as a woman, you would want to reproduce. On the other hand, as you mentioned, with women power, with um, women, the advent of women's lib, gender equality, and all these things, you know, there are a lot more women actually making conscious decisions to not have children and feel good about their decision. And they are, no, they are not ashamed. You know, they, they are proud to say, I don't have any children. Right. That's so, they, yeah. As, I mean, as they should be because it's their, it's their choice. I, what I'm noticing, though, is this trend of people now shaming women for having too many children. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I see certain comments on social media when people post themselves with their four or five kids, you know, like, how can, how are you able to afford this? Like, are people still having five children in in 2020 and like stuff like that? Yes. yes. (laughs) Can't we just live and let other people live as well? I totally agree. (laughs) I've seen a lot of shame as well um, from people basically shaming women for just loving being you know, stay at home moms, just that idea of being a homemaker is, is looked down upon. And and I, I can't say that I wasn't one of them at one point. I remember when I was in university uh, early on, I had a friend who just 
that was her life's desire. And I remember just sort of looking down at her a little bit and just saying, like, why, why bother going to university then if you're just going to be, you know, barefoot and pregnant in a couple of years, yeah. you know, I, I really, I really had in, in my mind, I didn't, I wasn't as blunt and mean to her, but it, it was in my mind, I was like, this is such a lower choice of life. But now I, 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 I'm shameful that this was my opinion because I mean, there's so much joy in motherhood too. And so much that can be learned and so much development that is created from being a mother. Right. And so I, I, I definitely, I've changed my opinion on that, but I do see that there is this, there's a shame uh, that's been created for women now who choose to live the life of being a homemaker and, and, and being a mother. Yes. Yes. And Bianca, you should, you, you, I'm sure you, you must know about this as a mother of two children too, that, being a mother requires a lot of sacrifice. Yes, yes, definitely. And so I, I mean, for me, I couldn't, I, I can't even imagine a life without children because I, I love being a mother so much. But there are a lot of times where I have just gotten opportunities that I've had to turn down because my children come first. And I'm one of those persons that I... I'm not about someone else raising my child. I literally, the only time I'm not with my children is when I'm working and the odd time that I go out, which I, I carry a lot of mom guilt for even going to the movies and leaving them for a couple of hours. So, um, which is probably a bit extreme. I probably need to get that checked. But <laughs> <laughs> the point I'm making is that it's, it's, we should just let people live and live our best lives and, and try to achieve the things that we want to achieve and that are important to us. For me, it's important. I, I want to, if you want to, if you want to say have it all, and I know that I can't have it all, all at once. And I have to try to balance all of these different things, but I love it. I love doing all of these different things. I'm, I'm going to switch gears a little bit to talk about some other pressures that we feel as women and just anyone in, in general feels. And one of the pressures that I particularly felt was the pressure to get my degree. So when I graduated from high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I went to college anyway because it was the expectation. Uh, midway through, I dropped out because I was just working full time and it was too much. And even though when I was 23 years old, I was earning a good salary, I was in a great job, I was independent and living on my own, I still felt like I was lacking something. I still felt like I was behind in terms of, you know, this timeline to finish school. And just being around a lot of people at my workplace who had already accomplished this, like just made me feel less than. It's not that they said anything. It wasn't anything like that. It was more internal. I eventually went back to school at the age of 28 and I had a blast. I studied what I wanted to study. I loved it. I was more focused. I was more determined than ever. Can any of you guys relate to, to this at all? Whether it's in regards to your schooling or career or purchasing a home, like just things that you feel like I should have achieved by, by now, but that pressure is really just coming from you just watching other people and kind of comparing yourself or feeling like you should have been further along. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I think I had that exact same thing uh, with regards to career development. You know, I went to school, went to university for four years, got my degree and came out. First of all, that was shock number one, came out and realized that 
I still got to start from the bottom, you know, um, and, and really uh, work my way up, which is, a, it's a, I know, you know, the older generation is going to look at me and laugh at me for saying that, but that was not my expectation after spending how many thousands of dollars in university to suddenly have to work basically minimum wage <laughs> when I came out of school, right? And so it, there was that sort of uh, rejigging of expectations when I left university, but then finding it really hard to progress within my career. And, you know, I felt after a while, I felt really stagnant and, and, and just see the worst is to, is to look around you and see everyone, uh, not everyone, but see those people who are just shooting in their careers. And they're just, it seems like overnight they've achieved such a great accomplishment and you just see yourself not moving. But, you know, they always say the, the race is not for the swift, right? It's for those who endure. And, and I did endure and eventually doors did um, open and there were promotions and 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 so on, but it, it it always felt like I was just a little behind than where I wanted to be at this age. Your expectations versus the reality really causes a lot of uh, discontentment, or can if you really allow yourself to sit there. But you have to kind of hold loosely sometimes to visions. I mean, you you have a vision and a goal, but you have to allow yourself to say, you know, the plan can change. There is some flexibility there or, you know, the direction towards that goal may not be a straight line. It may be a zigzag, you know, or a winding road. And so you have to uh, allow the journey to be just as transformative as the moment when you actually re uh, uh, achieve the, the goal, you know. Yeah, that's such an important point. Like we, I think we focus so much on, you know, when am I going to get here? When am I going to get here? That we don't take the time to really just enjoy the journey. For me, one of the things that, one of the goals that I felt like I should have accomplished by age 30 is home ownership. When I was 18 and just started my, my full-time job, like 30 seemed so far away. And for some reason, 30 seemed like the magic age where you should have it all together. And when I was 26, I was like, oh my God, I only have four years left. And I, I still haven't accomplished like half of the things that I plan to accomplish before I turn 30. And now I'm 31. And it just feels like I am not necessarily anywhere near where I thought I would be at this at this time. And I've had to like sometimes be giving myself a pep talk to be like, you're exactly where you need to be right now at this point in your life. There is nothing that says that you should have bought a house by now. You buy a house whenever you get to the point where you're able to buy a house. Tamara, what has your experience been like though? Like, is there anything that you feel like, oh my God, like, why haven't I done this yet? Why hasn't this happened yet? My entire life, I felt like society already wrote my script. I, I come into the world and society says, okay, you leave high school, you go to university, you leave university, you meet a wonderful man of your dreams, get married by this age, have your child within two years, then you purchase a home and you live happily ever after. <laughs> the end. <laughs> For sure, I felt like kind of pressure, you know, to go back to college, get a university degree, because after all, you are you're 23 years old. It's what 23-year-olds do. They get degrees. Why, why aren't you getting yours? Is something wrong with you? Why aren't you thinking along the same lines of what the average person your age should be thinking? So, and even when it came to home ownership, it's like you're renting and everybody's like, so when are you going to buy your own home? How long are you going to be paying rent? 
for the most part, I do believe that some of the people who will say, make some of these comments to you, they're really doing it in good faith. It's, it's really, you know, think, hoping for the best for you as an individual, wanting you to achieve and to pursue goals. And the, in, in their minds, I, I feel like it's almost, you know, they're helping to encourage you and push you along along the way and you know if you really think about it Bianca um you know maybe some of the things if we didn't hear these kind of comments maybe we wouldn't have been driven to achieve them true true <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that there there is such a thing as good pressure I think it's just about managing it well there there is such a thing as pressure that will drive us to do uh to think beyond our current circumstances sometimes it's uh, I know when I was younger I, I wasn't the type to think 10, 15 years ahead. And sometimes the pressure makes you stop and reflect. It gives you an, uh, an opportunity to say, you know what, if, if I really do want to reach X goal, then maybe I need to prepare myself now to achieve that. And there, and a lot of, a lot of that has come from external pressures, ex external uh, expectations on me. And it's about learning to know what's helpful and what's not helpful. You know, what, what kind of pressure is, is really coming from a good place and though it may not sound like it's from a good place can I pull the lesson out of what this person might be saying to me that seems a bit harsh you know is there any truth in that and then taking the truth dish ditching the all the maybe mean and strange expectations around that and saying there is truth here I'm gonna grab that I'm gonna apply it to my life where it applies and and chase after certain goals and, you know, like uh, there's, there's a saying that I've heard about how, you know, pressure, you know, it's under a lot of pressure where pressure where diamonds are formed. Right. And so pressure can be good for the human spirit. It's, it, it does build character and, and good things in us. And at the same time, we have to learn to manage it. Life's really about balance at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you just made some really great points, especially that point about like the, the pressure doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing I, it becomes a bad thing I think when you you're only trying to do the thing to live up to someone else's expect, expectations or you are feeling less than or making comparisons to other people if you're not there yet uh which I have done so much in my life like I'm fine I'm happy that I'm finally at a place where I'm you know I compare myself to people a whole lot less than I did when I was in my 20s, but I feel like a lot of times that's what got me into trouble. So even with going to school twice before, I spent so much money. I wasted so much money because I have nothing to show because I didn't finish. Uh, but I wasn't even studying anything that I was passionate about. I didn't know yet what I was passionate about. And rather than taking the time to figure out what it is that I really wanted to do. I instead just jumped and just went with something because I had to have a degree by a certain age or else something was wrong with me. And so I feel like a lot of times we can save ourselves so much time and so much energy and so much money if we just wait until we are ready. We're at a place where things are happening organically for us. So... <laughs> I just want everyone who is listening to know that you don't need to live up to anyone's expectations, but your own. I feel like when you force things like getting married and having children, when you when you do those things before you're ready, I feel like it creates 
a lot of problems in your life that you really don't need. I feel like things happen things happen better when you allow them to happen organically. In my life, in my case, I got married and I had a baby long before I was ready and it was such a struggle. It was a real struggle like being the only person I knew at 20 who had a baby and who was married. And when I was going through my divorce at 20, I even felt even more alone. And years later, I'm still dealing with the repercussions of those actions, you know, of me kind of jumping into something that I wasn't ready for because I felt like this was a box that I needed to check off in my life. And while I definitely wouldn't say that I regret it because, you know, like every experience we, we grow and we learn and we move forward and I have no regrets, especially when it comes to my child, uh, I definitely feel like I made my own life harder than it needed to be. And that's my truth. I, because of those decisions that I made of jumping into something that I knew wasn't right or that I knew I wasn't ready for, I just made my life harder. What about your what about you ladies? Do you have any tips for anyone who maybe feeling, you know, like that societal or internal pressure to do something to achieve a certain milestone and maybe, you know, wanting to do something that they're not even ready to do? Yeah, I think I think there is definitely something that we have to manage really well. For me, uh I like to think of it this way. The beauty of humanity is basically that we're all different, right? We have different personalities, different talents, different purposes. And it's, it's important for us to seek what our unique purpose is and bring that as our gift and offer it as our gift to society, right? So us trying to mimic or carry out someone else's goal is not going to be beneficial to you and your own personal fulfillment or for the world, because then they, the world won't experience what exit that's unique to you to offer. And then secondly, um, going back to sort of what we were talking about, about managing the pressure, there is a, a really great uh, um, question that I was once taught by a uh, pastor, his name is Pastor Andy Stanley, who was giving giving his congregations sort of this idea of what to do when you're faced with a question and you don't know which way to turn. And it's this expression. It's in light of my past experiences, my current circumstances, and my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? And I really love that question because it asks you to basically A, reflect on the lessons that you've learned in the past, the mistakes that you've made. B, consider what your abilities and limitations are in your current circumstances. And then C, remember the dreams and the goals that you have for yourself. And so it's not about are you doing the right thing or a good thing? It's about, are you doing the wise thing? And, you know, there are many times when you can be doing right or good things, but if it's done at the wrong time, it can lead to disaster. And so you really want to make sure that you take into consideration when you're hearing all the advice and the, the pressures from others, when there are multiple opportunities open to you to ensure that you look at, at those three things, your past, your, your present and your future, you know, in making a, a wise decision. Wow, that, that's a good one. We always have decision, decisions to make and sometimes we don't know what's the, the, the best move to make. But as you said, like just thinking about where we've been, where we are and where we are looking to go, then that can help you so much to narrow down those decisions and to make the one that's best for you in your present circumstances. What about you, Tamara? Any tips to anyone who may be feeling, you know, any sort of pressure right now? Yes, well, I want to say to the 
younger women out there who may be feeling pressured by society's expectations just to remind them that you know our lives are not scheduled by society's timelines we all have our own race to run in this life and we have to schedule our own timelines based on when we feel we are ready to achieve certain goals we are the ones who dictate those goals and dreams for our own lives. Life is a gift. We're here to enjoy it. And we must run at our, at our own pace. Tamara, you're so right. Run your own race at your own pace. Tamara, Candice, thank you so much for joining me today. This was so much fun. I had a blast just chatting to you guys about something that we can all relate to. And I'm sure so many others can relate to this conversation that we had here today. So thanks again for being on the show. Thanks. Thanks. It's been a pleasure, Bianca. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, please give me a shout out on your Instagram or Facebook stories or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, stay real.